recent interview with Dr. Edwin Locke, the author of The Selfish Path to Romance, we discussed the key components to creating and nurturing a healthy romantic relationship. The ideas in the book are inspired by the viewpoint of an objectivist spanned by the teaching of Ayn Rand. I hope you will listen to the podcast, 584 with Dr. Edwin Locke, the author of The Selfish Path to Romance. Thank you. And now to our host, Greg Voison. I want to thank all of my listeners who come back and listen to our podcast and our authors and their words of wisdom and have been doing so for so long. And to joining me from the Bay Area is Catherine Nomura. Uh, Catherine is the author of a book that we just did an interview on a few weeks back called The Laws of Lifetime Growth, Always Make Your Future Bigger Than Your Past. She is heavily involved with Dan Sullivan, the strategic coach, and much of the material is a collaborative effort uh, between Dan and Catherine, as is this book, because some of these concepts in this book that uh, Catherine and Julia Waller and Shannon Waller created called Unique Ability uh, 2.0 Discovery is from the works of Strategic Coach as well. So, Catherine, thank you for being on. I'm going to let my listeners know a tad bit about you. Um, since 88, 1998, Catherine's passion for developing new business opportunities, markets, and products um, that maximize the value and reach of Strategic Coach's intellectual capital has led her to guide the company's evolving content creation and messaging. As part of the company's core leadership team, she has shaped and championed many new initiatives to get more entrepreneurs connected with the life-changing power of the strategic coach thinking. And for those of you who don't know it, you can find them at strategiccoach.com. That's S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-C-C-O-A-C-H.com. And we'll have a link in the book for that. You also can dial them at 800 387 3206 for more information about their strategic coaching program. Well, Catherine, Dan writes in the foreword of this book that we have lots of bright, educated people not getting jobs that match their skills, and that technology renders things obsolete so quickly in today's world that much of what you learn is outdated before you graduate. He said that it spawned the work in this book for Ability 2.0. What, in essence, is Ability 2.0 about, and how does it, will it help my listeners um, to explore and discover their unique abilities? So Unique Ability 2.0 is really, um, it's, it's really more of a workbook than a reading book, I would say, although it is a great way to learn about the Unique Ability concept. But really, this book encompasses a process that we've developed at Strategic Coach, and Julia Waller is really the person who has spearheaded this and taken it to a whole new level. Uh, we wrote a book about unique ability, about our process for discovering your unique ability about 10 years ago. And when we went back to think about revising it, we realized that the process had come such a long way in those 10 years that we really needed to create another book. And as we looked at it, creating a workbook to go along with it made a lot of sense because this book is the embodiment of a, of a process that we do with our entrepreneurs and, and many others who are not entrepreneurs have also done it. Our team members, a large number of them, have been through this process. It's a step-by-step -step process to discover what it is that you love that creates the best results in your life. And it, and it shows up in your business life. For entrepreneurs, it's usually right at the heart of their business. It's passion and talent 
intersecting to create value in the world for others. And this is what we call unique ability. And Dan discovered this many, many years ago. It's been a part of Strategic Coach. Now, Strategic Coach has been coaching entrepreneurs for 26 years as a company. Um, and Dan discovered this very early on, even before he started the company, this notion that we all have this unique talent, that it's at the heart of what we do best, what people rely on us for, uh, what drives us. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur starting your business, it's where the passion often comes from that gets you through the tougher times of getting started in business. And what he was discovering was that entrepreneurs would often lose sight of it a little bit with the complexity that comes with success. So bringing entrepreneurs back to their unique ability to stay focused on that has always been a core fundamental of how our entrepreneurs in our program achieve their success. Well, it's certainly a jam-packed book and an opportunity. And the guidebook itself um, really is a key. And, and as she mentioned, it's important, readers, when you do go to Amazon to buy this or if you buy it directly from Strategic Coach, you get both of these with it um, for the price of it. Um, and you have four characteristics of a unique ability. Um, they're mentioned on page 20 of the book. Can we discuss those characteristics and how this helps prepare someone with lifetime skills? Yes. So the four characteristics, the first one is superior skill. And this is just, you know, the superior ability doing something, other people notice it, value it. These are things that you know you're good at, but but it doesn't end there. So a lot of people are very good at things, but they're not passionate about them. And so number two is passion. And this is what differentiates unique ability from some of those other things that you're just really, really good at, but that don't give you lots of energy. So when you're passionate about something, and you want to use it as much as possible, it actually gives you energy. So these are the things that you couldn't stop doing. You know, sometimes we we ask people when they're trying to discover what this is to think back to when they were kids. You know, what were the things that you kept doing? You know, your mom was calling you for dinner and you didn't want to stop or the things that you kept on doing where you lost track of time. Uh, usually unique ability is somewhere in those activities. And the third thing is energy. So it's energizing for you and often actually energizing for the people around you when they watch you do this because you have such a natural ability at it. And the and what this all leads to is the opportunity for never-ending improvement. Because you're so passionate about this and good at it, you can keep getting better and better. In fact, you can see ways to get better that other people might not even see or understand. And because you enjoy it, you naturally want to keep doing it. And so this is where, you know, you might have heard Malcolm Gladwell's, you know, 10,000-hour rule that leads to, to genius and something. Mm -hmm. If As long as you're, you, you recognize your unique ability, it's quite easy to achieve genius level at your unique ability. Interesting, and, and, yeah, because it is, it's, amount, it's not just the amount of time you put into something, but it's also the amount of skill set you have at doing that. And really, some of these are innate abilities, aren't they? I mean, it's things that we find that I, I'm not always saying we were born with, but, you know, people say, well, are you a natural born salesman? I know Dan works with a lot of salespeople and sales skills actually are developed, but there is something there, isn't there, Catherine? Well, so unique ability, it's kind of an interesting thing now as you as you dig down more into it. And this is what I noticed when I was looking at what Julia had done with over 100 entrepreneurs as she'd taken them through this process um, in the 10 years between the first book and the second one was that 
it, it's it's an abstract notion actually when you get when you really identify it it's something that actually probably ties together a whole bunch of different activities that to others might not seem to be related at all uh, but it's because your unique ability is in all of them that they all give you this sense of superior skill but also passion this this energy that you get from doing it and so yeah, it is innate and often, you know, it may well be something that you're born with. You, most people can look back to when they were young kids and see that they were still, that, that even back then they could recognize that, that the things that they were drawn to had some element of engaging their unique ability and allowing them to grow it. Definitely. You know, as we mentioned, this great workbook that comes with it or guidebook, I'll call it, that allows the reader to go through what you call this activity path, which includes an inventory, a snapshot, an action plan, and a one-year goal. If you were to kind of sum that up, because really there's more than a book here. There's really this this way to guide one independently without actually getting involved with strategic coach or whatever. I mean, you guys can buy this for the, I don't know, what is it, $49 or whatever it is, um, and work through the assessments and work through the workbook and really get to finding this. Can you explain this process, inventory, snapshot, action plan, and one-year goal? Sure, yeah. And I, and I have to say, too, I meet people all the time who've gone through this process without being involved in strategic coach and have come up with all the, they, they have their unique ability, they carry it around with them. So I wanted to say, yes, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, the unique, the activities path is offered as a, as a simpler way to get right into the benefits of knowing your unique ability. And, and it's not, so there are two, the, the other path here is the naming path and that's the deep dive, but the activities path allows you to just go in through, through the lens of the activities that you do every day to, to take an inventory of what they are and then to begin to identify which ones are unique ability or which ones involve your unique ability, which ones are activities where you have superior skill but not passion, like I was describing before, and we call those excellent activities. So there's an interesting thing that happens with excellent activities. A lot of really smart and talented people get trapped by them. And that's because a lot of other people may uh, give you you know, accolades, they may want to pay you a lot, they may encourage you to do those things because you have such a skill. So you may be creating a lot of value in your job or in your company by doing these activities but you're not passionate about them. So you run out of energy at a certain point for doing them. And when you spend a lot of time doing those things, even if you're very well rewarded for them, it actually takes away time that you could be spending doing your unique ability. And you're, you don't have that same never-ending growth potential or not quite the same growth potential. You may grow and you may get better and better at it, but because you don't have that passion driving you, it's not unique ability, you'll never go as far as you would if you'd focused on your unique ability. And then the other two types of activities that we ask people to identify are competent. Those are activities where you're just as good as anybody else. You know, it's just something you don't think about very much. And then the incompetent ones, which are the most frustrating, you know, the ones we would all love to get rid of, delegate, not have to do. So those are a little easier. And once you've identified all these activities, then it becomes a lot clearer to start to create some strategies for how you can focus more on the unique activities and maybe stop doing some of the other things. Because one of the toughest things about unique ability is it's just mixed in with all the other things that we do. And so if we can start to start to make some distinctions and pull out what is unique ability, not only does it help you to begin to see a little more about what your unique ability actually is, 
but it just helps you to immediately start moving towards doing more of it. And that's going to feel better. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to give you more success. Um, and it, it helps you make different decisions it, just in your everyday life. Well, one of the things I like that you've done here is you actually lead to a conclusion. You know, sometimes you like to start with the end in mind and go, okay, what is it that I want to get out of this? And what I like is that there is this one-year goal that, that you guys have people work through. You know, there's a quote in the book that Dan Sullivan says in Chapter 4. He says, he who names the game owns the game. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is it about putting names around our unique ability that gives it power? That's a great question, and it's uh, it's one of the toughest parts of this process is actually putting the name around it, which means putting the words around what your unique ability actually is. But once you know that, uh, you can communicate it, first of all, to yourself in a very clear way. You can say, this is my unique ability and this isn't, which makes for a great filter uh, when you're making decisions about things. Uh, you can often be tempted by things that might you know, offer, seem to offer great rewards. Um, they might be they might be great opportunities to increase your status or to just do something that seems like a good idea, but it's really maybe by other people's standards. Um, and then there may be other things that, that you might seem a little stranger as a choice, but when you can see that they really are going to help you to develop your unique ability, they can seem like a much better choice. One of the things that that comes with naming your unique ability is giving yourself the permission. And this happens for a lot of our entrepreneurs. I mean, these are people who are in charge of their own business. They have more freedom that way than than most people do. And yet they still don't often give themselves permission to just be who they are, be their best selves and to not take on other activities. I mean, one example with a lot of entrepreneurs might be management. A lot of entrepreneurs believe that they should be a really good manager because they're the head of their company. And yet, as you were saying earlier, a lot of entrepreneurs are really salespeople at heart and management is not their skill set and they don't enjoy it. In fact, it may fall into their incompetent category. Uh, and so they they feel badly if they have trouble hiring or they're not managing their teams the way they they, they wish they could be. And when they understand that their unique ability maybe lies in a different area and it usually has something to do with vision or value creation or something that's related to the sales aspect of the business or the the leadership aspect of the business but not through managing the day to day they can actually say you know this is this is what you want me to do not this and then they can talk to team members and begin to identify um, areas where maybe other members of their teams have unique abilities in the areas that they don't. And that's where you get real magic happening in a company. Yeah, and I get that when you can put the words around this, because you give lots of examples Mm -hmm. of people who've actually done it in the book. Um, You know, like you have something from Chad Johnson here, the chief inspiration officer. Mm -hmm. Um, You actually tell people not only what their 10 habits are, but truly their unique ability is outlined in yellow in the book. And just to give an example... Um, you know, of this person, Chad, the chief inspiration officer at this organization, says his unique ability is being the real Chad, living life like it's a crazy, fun adventure movie, inspiring and equipping people to take risks so that they can experience richness in the areas that matter most and live their lives with more passion and delight. You know, actually coming up with that statement, that unique ability statement, and crafting it, I know because I've done this myself, I don't know. When Dan says there's power in that, there's tremendous power in being able to 
say that not only interior in, inside yourself, but to really live that and to speak with others about it. So it is, you know, there is something about putting this and articulating it in the proper words to get it down on paper. Um, it gives you tons of power. Um, you want to add to that? Sure. And I, I want to say that it, you also get to use it everywhere in your life. So Chad uses this with his kids. Um, he does. We talked about this a little bit in the book. He's got a, a, something called Scamp, the speedy cleanup after meal party. And that's his way of creating that kind of joy and, and experience uh, with his kids. He actually has 11 children. <laughs> so oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, it's, you know, so that you can imagine what kind of mayhem they might have um, just around the house doing ordinary things because there, there's so many people involved. But he turns it into a game, and he's done this throughout his career, lots of times in the work world, but also in um, in some retreats that he does for young men. And they, everything that Chad does, he brings this kind of fun to it um, that changes the experience. And so, you know, it once you start to see all those experiences together, you can, you can find the root of it. This is what you discover in the process. So it's actually what the process does is help you put those words around it and help you identify your 10 best habits. But, um, but when you do that, you kind of get the essence of who you are, in this case, who Chad is and why he is you know, such a unique personality, unique individual who creates this kind of unique value wherever he goes. Yeah. And you have quite a few examples in the back of the book, including the authors. Uh, Catherine's is in there, and so are the other two authors. So it's awesome. I recommend that, you guys, you'll get to that when you read the book. Now, for a, as long as I can remember, um, Dan Sullivan and you guys have been talking about Kathy Colby and the A-Index um, uh, profile. You've also uh, talked about the Strength Finder 2.0 profile. Um, what do these assessments tell us about ourselves and why does the strategic coach um, really highly recommend that people take these assessments? And I assume that they have to pay for them separately. They're not part of yeah. this program. Right. And what is the cost of them, just by the way? What is the Colby assessment, just so my listeners know? The Colby, I, I haven't looked on their website recently. I think it's about fifty dollars okay. to do, and you can do it on their website. And then StrengthsFinder is just the cost of the book, so you have to buy the book new because it comes with a code that can only be used once. But I think it's a you know it depends how where you get it. But on okay. Amazon, it's probably about fifteen dollars. Okay, so not a lot of money. Um, we don't have any financial affiliation with these companies, but we have found you know after many many years of trying out all kinds of assessments because we're always trying to create more value for our clients. Uh, Colby is one of the ones that has just been the most useful to us. Uh, it's really kind of life-changing as a perspective on on a, an aspect of, of your strengths and your talents, which is something unique in your brain that doesn't change through your whole life that Colby measures called conation. And it's really... Um, it's about it's your cognitive instinct. So it's how you perform when you're when you're striving to get a result. It's how you go about doing that. And all I can say is the best thing to do is just go take your Colby. It's hard to explain Colby when you don't have your own results in front of you, but it only takes about twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. You get a full report that explains a lot of things um, about how you operate. But then the, the whole context of Colby helps you understand how you can relate to others as well who have different strengths. And so all of that is really useful. And I want to say that a unique ability is more than just learning about yourself. It's actually a whole 
mindset on how you see the world because everybody has a unique ability. So it's your unique ability, but then how does that relate to what other people's unique abilities might be? And all of these, um, the Strengths Finder as well, has, there are 32 strengths in the book. Um, this is by Gallup, and so there's tons of research behind it. Uh, but out of those strengths, they'll identify your top five, and you can also get a longer report with all of them in order if you want. It just gives you a different window on seeing yourself because seeing your own unique ability is actually really challenging. And the reason is that it comes easily to you. Mm-hmm. And, and so we just feel like that's the way everybody does things. You know, and so one of our clients had a great quiz. I, I thought everybody was just like me, only not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the key is, you know, look, we spend a lot of our life doing things, as you said, mentioned a minute ago, some of those things aren't our strengths and, and there's resistance there, right? Um, like you said, the salesman maybe isn't the natural manager, but yet he has to do that. And if, if somebody can learn to shift those activities to somebody else and spend a lot more time um, focusing on doing what their unique abilities are. Now, you have a formula in the book called Unique Ability Habits. It's, it's what it says equals what I do plus why I do it, and that one side is the talents and the other side is the passion. What are the 10 best unique ability habits that you speak about in the book? You can mention them briefly if you want or get into them a little more, but I think these are fascinating and I think they're important for our our listeners to know. And by the way, there's a correlating 10 best habits part in the workbook as well. So the 10 best habits are your 10 best habits. So these are this is an opportunity to flesh out your unique ability. So in the in this process what you actually end up with is what we call you on a page and at the top of that page will be a statement which is your unique ability and you read Chad's out and that's it's a it's a great one. Everyone's will be completely different. Some of them are longer, some of them are shorter. What's important is that it's meaningful to you and that it describes you know the outcome of this process of inquiry um, and what you think your unique ability is in a statement, the 10 best habits actually help to flesh that out. And the process of creating them helps you to gather the raw material for that statement. Because actually, you know, trying to identify yourself, your best self in, in one sentence is actually a pretty difficult thing to do. So this allows you to, to flesh it out a little more into 10 different things that you do that are representative of this, you know, those four characteristics that we talked about at the beginning, uh, the passion, the talent, the, um, the energy and the, the never ending improvement. And so everybody's 10 best habits will be different. And one of the, uh, well, actually one large section of the book is in trying to articulate what those best habits are. Yeah. And so that is a big part. Each person has to work on these and put them inside the workbook, which again comes with this book. Mm -hmm. Now you talk about this new mindset and obviously when you start to work on this, you say the truth is that the world looks differently through the lens of unique ability. You say it's a mindset with wide reaching life altering implications. What do you see about the clients that go through this that actually shifts for them and what kind of energy are they getting and what kind of freedom are they getting by finding this unique ability? Right. Well, it starts at the very beginning with the, the understanding that unique ability exists. So that, that 
shift from, you know, everybody's like me only not as good to realizing that there's a whole constellation of talents in the world. And any one of us only has a small piece of that. Uh, and if we focus on that piece, that's where we have the greatest chance for happiness, for freedom and for success. And that we're lucky enough to be surrounded by other people who have very different talents from us and to see those differences as a part of what ultimately creates the biggest success for anyone and, and that, that the the secret is to really bring them together in a way that creates magic. And so as, as an entrepreneur, to to discover what your own unique talents are, to free yourself up to just do those things, the things that you love, the things that give you energy, the things that you can keep on doing forever, and to surround yourself with the team, we call it a unique ability team, uh, of other people who have unique abilities that are complementary to yours, but people who are all aligned around the same result. So whatever the result is that your company wants to achieve, you know, a strategic coach, it, it has to do with freedom for entrepreneurs. And I was very aligned with that result when I came to strategic coach 18 years ago, um, but had very different talents from Dan and Babs to offer to the team. So, you know, I joined them and I've been able to develop my own unique ability in alignment with that goal. Uh, by you know working and and when you do that you can actually have a, what we call a self managing company so if you get enough people who understand what the objective is and you provide leadership in terms of where you're going on a fairly regular basis people can be much more left to their own devices in terms of managing themselves and how they're going to apply their unique ability to achieving that goal. Mm-hmm. And that's very freeing for an entrepreneur to not have to micromanage people or, you know, manage them based on, you know, constant results that are just sort of made up. Everybody can make up what they want their contribution to be. And and we talk about it a lot and we work with people. We draw in other unique abilities. Sometimes, you know, we'll have a project that uh, requires many, almost any project actually requires many different unique abilities. Um, And when you sort of know what the unique abilities are that are surrounding you, which we do very much. At Strategic Coach, everybody who has been through this process has the, the you on a page posted usually on their door or outside their cubby. So you can actually go and you can look at what people's talents are and say, I need that talent for this project and, and ask that person. And because it's their unique ability, usually they'll be really more than happy to have the opportunity to do that. Well, you know, that's a very forward-thinking way to look at this with inside of a corporate environment or any kind of environment, and that is this uh, kind of self-organizing structure based on letting people be able to do what they need to do. We are finding more and more organizations um, that are allowing this versus coming from command and control and actually working with people to find those unique abilities. Um, You know, flipping back for a second, if we would, um, this strength finder really identifies uh, four elements of what they call domains of leadership, which I find are interesting. I'd like for us to just talk about it for a minute. One is it is um, executing, influencing, uh, relationship building and strategic thinking. Um, when one takes that assessment, I've noticed in the book in chapter four that you have um, these broken down with a chart. Can you speak with us about that? those four areas and, and when somebody pays for that assessment or buys that book, spends $15, how those are applied to um, our unique abilities? 
Well, what you're going to do probably when you, I mean, it's really just another piece of information in the puzzle. So when you do the assessment um, and you get the results, I'm not sure that it actually gives you what, you know, in the basic um, StrengthsFinder profile actually gives you which category they belong to. Uh, but it is, you know, so there, there's a more, um, probably more expensive version that you can do where you would get that information or you can look at the list of which category they belong to. And uh -huh. it just shows you, it just gives you another little piece of insight into where your strengths might lie. Um, uh -huh. You know, and, and sometimes we try to be who we're not and there are all kinds of reasons why that might happen. Uh, we once had, it's the, the only time we've had someone sort of fool the Colby test on our team where they, they took a Colby, or one of the very few times. It, usually Colby is a very rigorous, it's a very, it is a very rigorous assessment. And so it's very hard, even if you're trying to be someone you're not, to fool the test. Usually, it usually just kind of blows up and you get what they call an in-transition result. And so you have to take it again. But in one case, we did have someone who was a twin of one of our other team members who already worked for the company applying for a very similar job in administration. And she did the Colby, came out looking like an administrator. Uh, and then she started on the job and it just was really clear that that was not who she was. And eventually she went back and redid it. And, and so that the key in this case was that she it was her twin sister, someone she knew extraordinarily well. And she was basically pretending to be her when she filled in the test because she knew that that was the job that she was applying for. And when she went back and, and did it again, she came out with a much more salesy entrepreneurial Result, um, much more similar to Dan and Babs or many of the entrepreneurs in our program. And she's gone on to become one of our salespeople who has been with the company for, I don't know, must be going on almost 25 years now uh, and done lots of presentations and coaching and things that are much more in alignment with that kind of, that kind of um, passion and talent. And, you know, so sometimes you, you don't know who you are until you get a, a or at least you can fool yourself into thinking that you're something else because of something that you want. And so when you get these externally validated um, results, it can make you see different sides of yourself and think about it differently. And so seeing what categories you fall into, it'll either be really affirming that, oh yeah, I think that that is, that's the type of, of work that I like to do or the, the kinds of activities that I tend to gravitate towards. Or it could be a surprise where you look and you say, oh, you know, I didn't know that that was that was, you know, where my strengths lie. And then you can think about well, why, why is this saying this? And, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt, but, but I think it's all good thinking when you're trying to dig into what your unique ability really is. No, I have a friend that just did this for me recently called the Harrison Assessment. Pretty detailed, by the way. And there are many companies out that offer these things. But I do believe that if, if for my listeners, if you're in this discovery mode, of really saying, hey, look, you know, there's something more here. I'm, I'm confused. I want to learn more about me. I want to explore a little bit further. I would say that Unique Ability 2.0, uh, the discovery book and workbook is something for you to get. It certainly is going to enlighten you about your unique abilities. And I think as Dan said in that chapter four, I think it was, when you can name it, it has power. I do believe in that very much. And I think if that's all this does for my listeners, uh, Catherine, it's done its job because once you can get that unique ability and have that statement, um, I know when I first started in this industry, I started, I helped people develop their own personal purpose statement. And the reality is I understand the power of those statements and creating them. 
So any parting words for our listeners uh, that you'd like to leave them with? I'd just like to say that any time you spend thinking about your unique ability, um, even if you didn't do all the exercises, just getting this into your mind changes the way you look at every day of your life. And once I've had many people who've had a, even just read a couple of chapters of the book and and had a complete mind mindset shift because they just started looking at everything they were doing a little differently. So I would say that, you know, just introducing yourself to the concept um, and, and going slowly with it is a great way to get started. And if you want to dive in deeper, um, this book and notebook actually give you the ability to do everything that we do at the highest level with this concept. So you, you may just find that there's a lot about you and how you create value in the world that, um, you know, it's just sitting right there. And when you turn it into a tool by understanding it, it really does change your life. Well, I think for those who want to get introduced maybe to the strategic coaches um, process, that this is a great place to start. Obviously, another place to start would be we did an interview with Catherine uh, on the book, The Laws of Lifetime Growth. Are there any other products or services that you offer that are independent before people actually dive into the coaching that you would recommend, Catherine? Well, I want first of all, I want to recommend that everybody go to uniqueability.com and there's a great uh, mindset scorecard tool that you can do there and you can go and you can assess where you are at uh, in your mindsets. There are eight different mindsets and you can, it's a really useful way of looking at um, at where you stand in terms of your ability to live your life based on unique ability and, and where there might be progress that you can make. And, and sometimes all you have to do is see the path in order to be able to take steps in the right direction. So it's, it only takes a few minutes to do and it's free. So if you want to go to uniqueability.com and do that, that's a great place to start. Awesome. I'm there right now looking at it. So they've got tools and resources, video, audio, scorecard, peek inside. So um, as she said, a great way for you to go in and take this, um, this little test and give you an idea of what it's about, right? The mindset scorecard. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, we will put links to uniqueability.com at the blog entry. We'll have links to strategic coach. Um, and Catherine, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with my listeners, um, exploring their uh, ability to find their unique ability. Um, it's really a, an, an awesome opportunity to speak with you. And for my listeners, there will be a link to Amazon as well, where we'll have uh, the book and the workbook together. Um, and again, for those of you who are still listening at this point, don't be frightened by the price, the workbook and the book itself are definitely worth the, I think it's, what is it, forty nine ninety five price. So uh, go up there, take it, get involved, um, and actually use your, your unique abilities to create something wonderful in the world. Thanks so much, uh, Catherine, for being on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Greg. Mm-hmm. 